I want to go ahead and rip the band-aid off. So let's talk about Cal. I want to go ahead and rip the band-aid off. So let's talk about Cal. Let's talk about good old, I love my semi-automatic weapon, Cal. That case. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel about that case? So my, I have a lot of issues. Like there's so many places where things could have been done better because I, like I always tell my kids, if you do what you're supposed to do and don't put yourself in certain situations, then you won't have to worry about, you know, defending yourself. It's like, if you know a fight is gonna break out at a party, why would you intentionally go to the party? And then when you start getting knocked upside the head, all of a sudden you gotta go through extreme measures to save yourself. Like, why'd you go? I mean, well, at the end of the day, <laughs> right. Because what parent would allow their child to go to a situation where they're rioting and acting right. crazy? Just let them just go there? I mean, come on. If I did that, then they'll have me in jail for child abuse or uh, right. some type of child neglect. Exactly. I'm trying to figure out how that conversation even initially went down. Like, I'm trying to picture one of my kids walking up to me and saying, Mom, right. can you take me to the, the the protest with my AR-15? First of all, where you get an AR-15 from? His friend bought it for him. <laughs> His friend bought it for him when he got there. So the misconception is that his mom bought it for him and dropped him off there and all kinds of stuff. So what they're saying is basically his mom didn't know that he was going, but he went. Uh -huh. He got okay. in contact with this is what they're saying. And as far as the court, he got in contact with one of his friends there who was of age to buy a uh -huh. semi-automatic rifle, an okay. assault rifle. He got in contact with his friend. His friend bought the gun for him. And mm -hmm. then he was there supposedly, yeah, scrubbing graffiti off the wall. Um, somehow in the midst of it, he goes to go defend a store or some type of business or something like that. Um, first mm -hmm. of all, let me tell you this. And, mm -hmm. and you, as a vet, know this. Mm -hmm. You can see fear in somebody's face. Yes. He was a child trying to be a man mm -hmm. and he was out there with a gun which he shouldn't mm -hmm. have been but right. me walking down the street seeing some kid with a gun be like man let me get that man before you do something stupid mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure that's what happened like man get that gun up out of here man put that gun down before you kill somebody and then he shot mm -hmm. the first person and then right the, the the sequence of things happened right after that and it escalated the mm -hmm. part that i don't understand is so nobody's getting a gun charge from this nobody right well you saw the video the tiktok i posted it i follow um she's actually one of the leaders of the blm movement in utah and she <laughs> she she made that video and i, I cracked up because it, the little bit of the, the trial that i watched it just seemed like the judge was not having the prosecution do any type of hardcore cross-examination they coddled that boy First of all, it, it just looked like the typical things that happen to black folks in America. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. it, it, it looked like a whole setup. If that was a young black man in front of him, he probably would have tried to throw the book at him. He probably would have got every charge that was possible put against him. But because for some odd reason, 
he took kindness <laughs> to this young man. I was like, what kind of tears are you? He looked like he had was constipated, had to poo. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> you know what it remind me of? Um, you ever see that movie with Brad Pitt in it? The one with him and Morgan Freeman, um, Seven Deadly Sins or something like that. In the Ooh, beginning of the movie, the guy had like a strap on on, and uh-huh. uh, he the, the 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 criminal guy made him do something to a prostitute with the strap on thing, but the strap on thing was actually a knife. And the guy was sitting on the edge of the bed talking to Brad Pitt, and he was like, and then, and then he made me, he made me. That's the way it seemed like to me. Like, it was some really good acting for a movie. Right. It it never crossed my mind that I felt sorry for him. No. I mean, when I was young and I went out and I did stupid stuff, I accepted the consequences of my stupidity and I had to deal with those consequences. But it, it seems like now that mm-hmm. it's only slaps on risk going on. And it's a whole bunch of other stuff too. Like they're trying to say this one black guy, this one black guy who recently did son, he's basically at home on bond, but he got like some attempted murder type charges and stuff like that I, I mean that's like one out of the thing then they talk about the OJ case like come on you know OJ right. was one of y'all <laughs> right. well did you see what I one of my no nuance Novembers yesterday and then I said don't come under this post with no BS I've and seen somebody that. did exactly that I was like what are you thinking I was like I would comment but I don't argue with pretentious people who hide behind their Facebook posts. I'm sorry. But the problem is, I know this person. This person went to a protest with me when George Floyd was murdered. You know, you felt that strongly about the injustice at that point to go to a Black Lives Matter protest. But now all of a sudden, when I'm stating a truth that happens to Black and Brown people, all of a sudden, you're trying to give me an account where somebody actually got off. Okay, yeah, I, I'm aware that there are <laughs> black people. Like one, okay, so you found one, so that's supposed to just discredit all the other people that's just sitting in, in jail on death row for shit that they, I'm sorry, for stuff that they didn't even do. Oh, don't worry about it. You can say I'll, I'll just put some <laughs> silence there. Um, but I know actual people who are serving jail time right now for drugs Uh didn't kill nobody didn't do nothing but are serving more time than some of these white guys who actually did Uh some things like Uh come on like it it doesn't balance out we're supposed to just like okay yeah you're right that that one that means it's all fair and equal right (laughs) like y'all we let oj off like really yeah and even if he belonged to us still what's your point is my thing and I had I had to actually send that person a text message and we went and she tried to explain it. And you know, one of the things that I really do not like is when people start saying, oh, this is a God thing. This is about us not praying, oh, you know, God. and I'm like, come on, man, don't do that. Don't do that. It would be really terrible if you see a starving person and you tell that person, you know, it's not that bad. You know, let's just pray about it. Okay, I prayed about it. I'm still hungry. 
can I get some food? <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> you know, I hate when people put that factor into things. I mean, God is a factor. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say factor. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, God put Trump into mm-hmm. the White House. No, mm-hmm. he didn't. You put Trump into the White House. And right. all the people that didn't vote put Trump into the White House. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, exactly. It, it's it's called free will. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Like, God gives, he gives us free will to make the decisions that, you know, he's, he's going to let you do what you, what you want to do. Yeah. And it's up to you to make the right decisions. But why would he pick and choose one thing over the other like he's gonna say oh i'm gonna get that young man off but hey right it's black people out here starving i'm gonna let them starve or hey you know he should be president hey he should be on welfare no right god doesn't pick and choose right because if that's the case i would have to question god's intelligence you know what i'm saying like that would make me feel like God is a little sus <laughs> like I know God is smarter than that like come on way smarter than that I would have to call him up and be like come on bro really you can't you can't like let me win that. one lotto one lotto side I mean giving him the side <laughs> yeah come on like let me let me hit the lotto at least one time and then I'll back up off of you right yeah you but- know Man, when I was when I was thinking about that, cause I got a I got a fifteen. Matter of fact, I got a sixteen and a fifteen year old nephew. You know, and I was thinking about if I was to be the parent in that situation and basically take them or let them go to a place which it was dangerous. Now, one of these nephews is mixed, so it's a good possibility his white side might kick in and he might get off. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. True that. True that. <laughs> Like hey, he's he light like skinned enough. He's light skinned mm-hmm. enough. He kind he looked like me, but you sometimes you can't tell depending on the season. If it's winter time, he kind of loses his tan, so he kind of <laughs> looks a little bit like he might be Italian or something like that. But okay. uh, now my other nephew, he's big, he's black, he's a football player, he's in shape, mm-hmm. definitely not getting off. Right, because you know what they do—they always, uh, I say, adultify black kids yeah like they see a, a young like they did with elijah mccain it was like he was like 200 pounds like that boy looking at him i don't even know him when i saw the pictures i'm like boy it's not 200 pounds i mean you, he barely looked. you remember exactly what they did with mike brown they did the exact same thing basically put mm-hmm. a weight onto mike brown it was like yes he was big and he was strong and he was over big like come on like these are kids exactly I have two black sons and my son is he's tall he's like 6'2 and he's all he also starts serves in the military but the whole thing about it is you saw what happened to that other young man who was a lieutenant black Hispanic yeah and they still did him dirty and he while he was in his uniform yeah but I mean come on you remember about the guy that came back from war doing like uh, segregation Um, they basically Mm -hmm. tore his eyeballs out he he went right. overseas to fight for the country and came back and got his eyeballs ripped out. I can't remember his name right now, but I know the history of it. You know, uh-huh. um, they took him into the woods and basically beat him in smithereens. And then when it was all said and done, they took his eyesight away from him. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, I, I tell people all the time, a lot of this stuff, it, it can't change because it's still young. Racism, it is. desegregation, all this stuff is still young. 
our parents was, was were actually kids when all this stuff was happening. Exactly. <laughs> Think about exactly. that. You know, um, school desegregation, you know, was probably like 10, 11 years old when I was born. You know, so right. I mean, when you when you think about all this stuff, it, it can't mm-hmm. be fixed in a day. Now, the only ones that's been having a lot of success with getting changes is the Alphabet Crew. <laughs> you know, yeah, they don't mess around about they stuff. They will shut your entire uh, economy down if you don't listen to them. <laughs> and they're straight so. to the point. They're they're straight right. to the point where black people, you know, you got some up over here. They worry about the Jordans and the gold chains and we're up over here worried about the jobs and what what it looked like to be brown and corporate america and they still up over here trying to do the hood stuff like you gotta you gotta come together you know it's something that i always see in the latino community is that they all work together when they come to america they all work together build up everything they got then everybody goes their own separate ways some of them end up owning businesses but i I bet you this much everything that they got look way better than us (laughs) yeah you know they're very business minded and you you're from north carolina well i don't know you from south carolina right well originally i'm from new jersey so i I got to see a lot of different yeah Originally, I'm from New Jersey, so I got to see a lot of different cultures and how everybody got down. But I'm just saying, like, a lot of Asian people, like, if you go to a certain part of New Orleans, there's a whole Asian community where they have nothing but businesses. Like, everything is written in their language. And then there's a part of Winston-Salem where we call it Little Mexico because when Mexican people come here, they open up bakeries, car shop, uh, tire shop. Like they they get it done. They work together and they support each other's businesses. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like that in Charlotte. Like they have whole entire communities. Like I remember at one point when I was younger, that community was something totally different. It was kind of you know on the uppity end, and then the Mexicans moved in. They got the grocery mm-hmm. stores. They got the cars going down the street sounding good. They got everything. Mm-hmm. And then here we are. We've been here for eons. <laughs> Seems like, and ain't got it figured out yet. Well, it, it, we're I'm, not going to figure it out anytime soon because we we got too much dissension within the group itself. And, and yeah, <laughs> and that's another topic for another day. But I'm just saying, there's a lot to unpack with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I definitely want to dive on that topic because, you know, it was a young young man that just recently passed, uh, the rapper uh, Dolph. And that is part of that dissension. If you really look at it, that young man was doing a lot of things in his community. I don't know mm-hmm. what the pretense or what the background is on why he got murdered. But only thing I do is see what he was doing for his community. And he was doing a lot, you know. And I just feel like it was a lot of people that were jealous of what he was doing. But, yeah. I mean, we could talk for hours and days um, I'm just so glad <laughs> I got you on here now. You're going to be like my sounding board. <laughs> Look, I made your support group to help support other people, but now thank you for being my support. And, I, and I, I'm real glad that you're here. Um, like I said, you guys, I, I had some big surprises for you. And this is one of them. She is, she is yeah. a, a great jewel. But uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Q, for being on. You're welcome. And, um, We'll definitely talk to you guys later. Peace out. Peace. Hi, I'm Kenneth, and this is your support group. Thanks for tuning in.